listen Don't wanna miss it, make sure you tune in Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend Consider this Hosted by Nikki June, yeah, we got it poppin' Consider this Celebrity news and talking the hottest topics Have a minute with me This is the show that you really need So entertaining, plenty energy We got it hype, you better believe Yeah, yeah Hey Nikki, she gives her opinion Come check it out, you will wanna listen Don't wanna miss it, make sure you tune in Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend Yeah, yeah, get it hype, get lit uh, It's time for Consider This Consider this, hosted by Nikki June, yeah, we got it poppin'. Consider this, celebrity news and talking the hottest topics. Have a minute with me, this is the show that you really need. So entertaining, plenty energy, we got it hype, you better believe. Yeah, yeah, hey Nikki, she gives her opinion, come check it out, you will wanna listen. Don't wanna miss it, make sure you tune in. Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend. Yeah, yeah, get it hype, get lit, uh, it's time for Consider This. I am Audrey Jackson. I'm Greg Jackson. On February 19th at 4 a.m., a gun was used to take my son from me. You know him as Pop Smoke. We call him Char. Because of gun violence, I'll never see my son run up the front of our steps, taking them two at a time. He won't ever take my hands again and dance with me. He won't come into my room and muscle pose in the mirror. Gun violence destroys families. It must stop. Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. <laughs> Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And boy, when we come back, this is going to be very interesting. Over 15 years, and I have never, I don't think I've ever seen this woman be this shy. So we're going to figure this out when we come back. If you're not following me on social media, then you do not know that Tanisha Barnes of Taste of Pleasure is in the building. We're going to be speaking about motherhood, entrepreneurship. Okay, we're going to be talking about baking and so much more. So you guys don't want to go anywhere. I do want to send my condolences to it seems like maybe 20 people have been killed these last two weekends. So definitely want to send the condolences out um, to everyone and anyone that lost a loved one or have had somebody that was injured. And also shout out to my husband in my head, Genghis. You know, if you want to lay your shoulder, your head on somebody's shoulder, I am here for you in this time. She hates it. I love him, but I do. Um, so... <laughs> We're going to be back right after this, guys. Don't go anywhere. If you are following us on social media, then share that link. It costs you absolutely nothing. And if you want to call in and say hello, whether you have Obama phone, Sprint, T-Mobile, Metro PCS, and even Cricket is still hanging on, the number is free. And that number is 703-560-8255. Again, the number is 703-560-8255. Please call us when we are talking, not while the music is playing, black and brown people we're gonna do good this week but make sure you give us a call asap 703-560-8255 we'll be back right after this 
When I was alone and had nothing, I asked for a friend to help me bear the pain. No one came except God. When I needed a breath to rise from my sleep, no one could help me except God. When all I saw was sadness and I needed answers, no one heard me except God. So when I'm asked who I give my unconditional love to, look for no other name except God.
Drugs would make you cool. would make you cool. They lied. Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. Yo, yo, this is DJ Bob. You rocking with Consider This. Consider that. Let's get it. All right, good people. We are back. We are back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope your Sunday is serving you well so far. Um, right now, I do have um, a very shy individual in the building right now. I don't know what to do about this. Um, Tanisha Barnes is in the building. How are you today? Good afternoon. I'm good. Not good afternoon. <laughs> um <laughs> You know what? Let me not tease you. Because I do think I'm always just... I I guess because I've been doing it for so long, I never really understand why people be nervous on for radio. But people get very nervous for radio. And I must say, I'm very shocked by you being uncomfortable. So I think I'm never uncomfortable to speak. I'm just uncomfortable with people watching me as I speak. Because I can talk. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. We know that. All right, so... (laughs) (laughs) Tanisha and I met in in a very interesting way, maybe so almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, We met through other people that will remain nameless. And so happens that we're the only two that's still going strong out of the group. Because I was introduced to her through other people. And as long as I have been knowing this woman, she has been cooking all the way down. Okay, we just was talking last night. And I was like, oh, I just started cooking. But you've been cooking like through the 20s, the 30s, and everything else. Like, she has always been cooking. I probably just really started doing my thing for four years. I don't know how me and Draven um, survived, but we're here. Okay. Um, how did you get into food? So, from the very beginning, I stayed punished a lot. So, I had nothing else to do but be in the house. Um, So, I started reading, and then I stumbled across a cookbook that was, like, the last thing that I had to read. And um, I started, but my my mom cooks, my dad cooked. So, cooking is in my genes, it's in my blood. Mm -hmm. But it became a passion uh, once I had children. Yeah. Yeah. Because before it was cool selling plates, you've been selling plates forever. Forever, ever. The the neighborhood candy lady and so much more. Um, So what made you decide to change it into a business? I mean, because essentially that's what it is. So the food part of it um, was to get me through my poverty. Um, 
being in hotels, being on somebody's pillow to post. So I had to do something to make ends meet. Um, and then when my, my second born turned 16, she showed me how, you know, our people can be a little bougie when it comes to cakes and things like that. Um, I knew how to make them taste good, but I had to figure out how could I make them look good mm-hmm. for, you know, for our people. So Tatiana was like, Mom, you could do it. Just Google this, Google that. And so I became self-taught, but um, it became a business when my daughter wanted, uh, what you call it, custom cakes and desserts. Mm-hmm. And I was had to be the one to try to give it to 16th? her. It was definitely for a sweet 16. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up. Um, currently, you are in an amazing program through LEDC mm-hmm. to take your business to a franchising level. That's what I want for her, okay? Amen, amen. Um, <laughs> but you're in an entrepreneur. Is it a, considered an entrepreneurship program or, or, or is it the incubator? Because I kept calling it an incubator. It's the entrepreneurship program. Okay. And um, how do you like it thus far? I know you guys are still fairly new into it. Um, so far, I love it. Um, I'm learning things that I did not know. It's challenging me to do things that I know I should have done a long time ago, but I didn't. So it's almost like um, I look at it for me as like competition. It's, it's competitive because it's other people trying to get to the same place where I am. They just have different um, food service entities, I guess you would call it. So it's just like, okay, so far I'm one out of 14 with baking and so I'm trying to just hurry up and get on get on ball get on the ball with everything and just do it before anybody else can do it yeah because the thing that I like about which is what I was telling you before is that they do help you get into the stores help you mm-hmm. brand your items I don't know the process in it and I guess you'll figure that out later because it's a five-month program but they do help people like really catapult to where they need to be and i think it's a great program and i'm glad that you did get into it because i was like you were supposed to email me back i think i was walking coco it was damn near 10 o'clock i said you know what she better not call me and the next day tomorrow i didn't do my video or whatever it was and then i think you ended up calling me or i called you at like 10 45 or something because you had to have it and you was like i already sent it I was like, thank you, Black Jesus, because I didn't know if you was going to actually send it in. Well, I definitely was going to send it in. I wouldn't have let nothing like that pass me by. But that's funny, too, because, again, I had to be in front of a camera. It was a video application. And so I had to speak about my, about Taste of Pleasure, speak about Tanisha. And it was okay when I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to write about this, talk about that. But as soon as I press record on that phone... I was like, uh, okay, take one, uh, take two. So I got it in. I got it in on time. And they really loved my entry. So that was good. Now, I'm the same way with the camera. I probably take 30 pictures before I have the right one. So I get the camera part. Because it's like you want to be perfect. You don't want anybody looking and, and you know, tear mm-hmm. you apart. So to me, the video is just a whole nother realm because... I don't want to be setting myself up mm-hmm. on video, let alone misrepresenting my business or whatever. So what about that process in itself outside of the video? Was there anything else challenging about moving to the next step? It's like you're really getting ready to take off. The only challenging thing for me with that is um, I try to hope that everybody is going to accept my story. 
because regardless of if you like it or if she like it is my story and so I just know I have to be true to myself but some people don't always accept the truth Mm -hmm. and so that was a challenging thing like do I really speak about the truth my truth or do I give these people what I think they want to hear and I chose to speak my truth and that's where that's what Mm -hmm. got me where I'm at and when I seen the video I said the same thing I said oh they're going to eat this up Mm -hmm. one thing that I've realized like later on especially teaching here right because Mm -hmm. the students are generally not my peers and the first especially the first class I was really a little intimidated to be honest just because of you know the people that was in the class but one thing that I learned is people love you for who you are Mm -hmm. right people are either going to like you or not like you but at the end of the day they will always respect who you are because you show up exactly as you are we see that with cardi b with the city girls once people just took the mask off literally the world just opened up to your truth again you don't have to understand i don't even need you to agree Mm -hmm. Uh, you know (laughs) you people just have to deal with whatever your story is is and that and that is what it is um we are going to get ready to talk about um, another story, but I do want to ask you to describe your business in three words. I want you to do your business first, then taste the pleasure. I mean, well, just taste the pleasure, and then Tanisha. In three words. In three words. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Which one is this? The business or you? This is the business. Okay. Oh, well, this is amazing for both. Ooh, okay, um, both. But- <laughs> This is for taste of pleasure. <laughs> Amazing. Love. And me. Mm-hmm. And then Tanisha. Tanisha. Amazing. <laughs> Honest. And transparent. Mm-hmm. Now, we before we go, because I'm going to bring this up again, but before we go... How do you transition from being like the glue in the family and Mm. especially on your mom's side, right? In in so many different elements to people actually understanding that you're a business. Because like even with me, I feel like Draven don't think what I do is real. Like what I do is not real. And Mm. do you foresee you having a problem transitioning into that? Because pretty soon you'll be doing... You know, at Union Kitchen, doing your your well, externship mm-hmm. for a couple of months. And people going to have to pay you because mm-hmm. that's a part of your program. So do you think it's going to be a hard transition for people to realize that you are business, just like um, the guy in Iverson Mall or where else people buy cakes from? Mm-hmm. And even as a friend, I don't buy cakes from nowhere. So that's not the reason why I haven't never brought a cake because I'm not a... I don't want to be a dessert person because of my thighs. So... <laughs> For me, it's not that I'm not supporting you. Mm-hmm. I don't buy cakes from nobody. Like, I'm just not a... I try not to have damn snacks. And my daughter is uh, terrified because of that. But we don't even have snacks in the house. But as you transition, do you think that's going to be challenging? I think the transition is going to be easy once I understand that I'm a business. I have to understand first that I can't just give people... I've been people... telling her that since about 2012. Yes, you have. Go ahead, and go ahead. so many other people have been <laughs> telling me this, but I have to... Um, I have to realize first that I'm a business now. I have to profit. I have to sell my, my items. I can't always give them away. Um, and even... Sometimes giving them away, I may charge for it, but I won't even make 
a profit. I won't even make the money back that I've put into the pastries or whatever, you know, the content is. So once I understand and accept that I am a business, Taste of Pleasure is a business, and I need to grow my business, then it'll be easy because people will only do what you allow them. So once I get it together, I believe everybody will fall with me. Yeah. And that's why I just try to support you on a business end. Because, again, I don't I don't buy cakes from nobody. <laughs> so, again, it's not like I'm just not buying your cakes. But mm-hmm. I don't buy them nowhere. But you'll have people that would go other places and don't support you. And you do the same thing. It happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I know how you can feel about that. Especially in, a, in, a, in, in your own transition where you are beginning to be like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I'm glad you're a part of the program so you can just see... How much um, value you have, and how much you're worth, especially being the only baker um, baker out of fourteen out people. Of fourteen people. So that's big in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has work for me to do this week, y'all. I, at this point, I probably I have a lot bought, of work. I probably should have just <laughs> bought a damn cake, okay? Um, but we do want to transition into motherhood. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about. They've been tearing Beyonce up with this church girl song. Um, we got to talk about. A elementary school in California taking students to go pick cotton. Nene Leakes getting a BBL at 54 years old. And a woman cuts off her boyfriend's peen for trying to have SEX with her daughter. So all of these answers are going to be from a mama place. Okay. The taste of pleasure hat is off. Next segment is Tanisha only, so no judgment. Y'all already know I don't care either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> we're going to get into it, and we're going to go ahead and listen to Church Girl and see if it was as bad as everybody said it was. I honestly never heard it until maybe Wednesday of, like, last week when the pastor did a whole, well, not a whole sermon, but he did a segment about Beyonce and Church Girl. And I went to listen to the song because I was just confused. So... <laughs> Look, y'all, it is Sunday, so we'll be back right after this. Take that ass and I'm pretty, take a bitty. So get your ex up, get your math up. I 
June and Sharan Lowe just released some inspiration. Head over to Amazon now to get your copy of Be Mindful Daily Affirmations. Hey, Mom. Remember me? Look at me sucking down those french fries. Great parenting, Mom. Why don't you pull your head out of your ass and feed me some freaking bananas? Giving this kid an order of fries is like giving him a pack of cigarettes. You have to make all the decisions for him. Child plus burgers equals This is repulsive. If you take care of me now, you'll teach me to take care of myself later. I'd cry about it, but I don't want to get bacon grease everywhere. Haven't strolled down your timeline lately? We'll get the latest hot topics next. All right, good people. We are back. Happy, happy Sunday. So we just played um, Beyonce's Church Girl due to all of the flat that she got in this week from either TikTokers faking to be holier than thou. There was a preacher that did a sermon. She did have a preacher woman that did take up for her because she's like, what is she? the woman? I don't know who the preacher was, but she said the same thing. It's, it's true. Like, it's a fact. It cut off. Yeah, I figured it was cut off. But um, they were. she was saying that it's the truth. I really don't understand why anybody is upset, per se. I mean, because, so my mother didn't go to church. 
Um, growing up, my nana did. We went the Bible way, but I still didn't have to go every Sunday. Now, when I went to North Carolina, I'll talk to you. I'll go live again. <laughs> when I went to North Carolina, um, I had no no. I had no other option but to go to church. <laughs> so I did a lot of churching in North Carolina. Um, still didn't really, guess, buy in into the religious aspect, per se. Then as an adult, I didn't have a choice but to go to church when I lived with Miss Dolores um, because you had to go to church. She made sure she woke you up to go to church. Um, but I just never kind of brought into the religion aspect, believe in God all day, know, you know, that they're the creator. But I just feel a lot of the times the people that I have come across in the church has just been very judgy. Therefore, I just didn't want to participate in like just judging people all day about what they were doing when I had my own issues of my own that I too could be judged about. So the pastor that um, TikTok ended up going viral was Patrick I. Woodson Sr. And um, he wanted to denounce her song in church. There's a whole thing about it. Um, there was a couple of TikTokers that didn't think that it was okay. However, and I said the Pace Sisters, so I was wrong. The sample at the beginning is Center of Thy Will, which is by the Clock Sisters. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Twinkie actually did an Instagram live in front of her Grammy, honey. And her, um, I would say her computer and her piano. And she sung the song. And she thanked Beyonce. Of course, she's getting royalties from it. So I would have thanked her too. Um, but I don't see what was wrong with the song. And again, I'm not religious. So maybe I don't get it. But what is your thoughts on church and the song? So growing up in church, is the, the song is the truth. Mm -hmm. Um church girls act a certain way um and i don't know if it's in front of people and then they turn into that bad girl later on because i'm a little bit of both at times um i had to be church girl yesterday and today maybe but tomorrow who knows or later on this evening who knows what it's going to be i mean it's just <laughs> The only people that are upset are the people that know that's them, but they don't want nobody else to know. Mm -hmm. So I don't see anything wrong with the song. I love the song. Yeah. I think she wrote the song for me. Yeah, she might have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you know the girl. Um, Yeah, I didn't understand what was wrong with the song, but BJ Chicago Kid and Chance the Rapper did the same song. Um, they say you want to do drugs, have sex tonight, but I got church, church in, in the, the morning. morning. Church in the morning. That's one of my favorite I love songs. that one too. Um, So I they, I don't remember him getting that big of a backlash. And he he charted on Billboard, so it's not like it was an unknown song. Um, and Hold on, while you're getting your thought. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, every preacher child that I know is a terrible human being. Okay. Well, outside of the one that's in front of me. Thank you. <laughs> So I mean, sorry. Um, but sorry, what's the difference sorry. from what's the difference from any other church song except for the f the fact that some of her lyrics she drop it like a thotty, they do that anyway. Um, look at some of the church songs when you that you hearing on the radio now sound like go go. Yeah. And what do you want to do? You want you feel like you want to drop it like a thotty because you're not even hearing. I don't think most people listen to the words. They they hear that beat and they like oh oh and then once they finally learn the words like oh that was a church song. Mm -hmm. And what I don't understand, 
according to somebody's um, sermon I went to, but Jesus was supposed to be amongst the thieves, the criminals, and the hoes, and the prostitutes. The prostitutes all so that. that's rap music. I'm confused on, like, why wouldn't he enjoy... <clears throat> A little boot bap a little bit. I don't I don't understand that. If if that's what the Bible says, then how could it be an issue when you do have these songs? We about to play one. Erica Campbell, Love God, is a mm-hmm. very trap song, but that's my joint. I feel I feel like um, that Mary Mary song is a trap song. Which um, one? Shackle, not shackles. No, but the one where she like, um, you don't know when I get down, get in the house and get on my knees. Yeah. It's almost like really. Yeah. Are you really praying or what? Like, what are you really doing to get those things? Mm-hmm. So, I think it's in the yeah, person that, that wants to interpret the lyrics. Yeah. It's how you yeah. interpret the lyrics. Yeah. So, I think we both agree it's not that big of a deal. It's not at all a big um, deal for me. She, All, like, this song, Renaissance, and a couple of other ones are, like, on Billboard. So, apparently, people don't care about it either. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we just need to slow down on judging people. We all got stuff that somebody can be like, ugh. <clears throat> you know, you can do that drink better. So, I don't see the judgment. She going to get paid whether you like the song or not. I that's mean, a fact. So, who is the judgment? Mm-hmm. I guess they just want to go viral. Who knows? That's it. If we all just mind our business just a little bit, I think we'll be in a better world. And not mind our business where we turn a blind eye, but just mind your business where you're not judging. Just stop judging people. And I feel like we'll be all right. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, everybody has an opinion. Girl, I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do this. But pushing somebody away just don't make sense. Because sometimes we don't know what people got going on. I just feel like people should just... Yeah, mind your business because again, it's the song is a song. Yeah, it's on how you want to interpret the song. But they only was speaking about the song. Maybe they wanted to go viral. I you know, they so feel too. like if we talk about Beyonce in this song, people gonna watch. Maybe somebody coming out of church would get a little more tied money or something. And now you bring it up. I mean, it could have been her marketing strategy. It, that too. I mean, that could have been a rollout too because people pay for that. People pay to get bad reviews. To get bad reviews. Just so people can go. Because like I said, I didn't hear the song. I'm a Beyonce fan, but not a fan. I don't know how that works. But I like I I don't have to go see her in concert. Yeah, I, yeah. But, you know, of course, I like Lemonade. Beyonce, the album, was one of my favorites. The Dangerous Scene in Love. So I do like her music. Mm-hmm. But she's not somebody I would run and go to a concert with. I don't want to interview her like I just don't have that attachment but I do definitely um enjoy her music and we know that the industry does that like they make people go together mm-hmm. that whole thing with Lil Durk and um Dej Loaf we know damn well they weren't boyfriend and girlfriend but they pushed it pushed on it you on. Mm-hmm. um you know industry relationships so who knows that could have been a part of her strategy which is why she's a billionaire because clearly she knows <laughs> what she's doing yep. um <laughs> so it is what it is. We don't care about the song. Well, we like the song, but I don't yeah, think I won't Jesus get paid though, or any of those other people care about <laughs> it. But let's talk about this school in the L.A. school district that took the kids to a cotton picking field as a field trip. Now, you know a couple of times when the police was called on me at Draven School. So, you know, I, this wouldn't have worked well for me. I'm I'm not even I don't I'ma let you say I don't know what to say without not cursing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and 
for um, LA to be so liberal, right? Because they're not even a Republican state. They're very liberal. You... I don't know. Yeah, that's the only one that really didn't... I didn't really get to... Um, because I, I'm, I still don't understand the purpose. Um, and did they? Did the parents have to sign a permission slip? Because first of all, my child wouldn't have been able to bring me a permission slip that says we're going to the cotton field. I would definitely have felt some type of way. So according so, to so the, the parents, <clears throat> they were supposed to learn about slaves. Now, I know I'm getting ready to be canceled about that, but can we learn about something else besides for slavery? Like, can we learn how to get over our mental health? Can we learn financial mm-hmm. freedom? Can we learn how to love each other again? Clearly, that was something that happened. And in many ways today, we are still slaves. Let's be very clear. So it ain't over, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know why do we constantly have to talk about that like we have so many successful um black and brown people throughout the years even still being in a form of slavery till today that we could be really focusing on beyonce and jay-z billionaires lebron james the first active basketball player being billionaire like i just feel like it's so many other things that we could talk about and not where we need to ignore it because clearly it happened and again we are still in slavery in so many ways today so it's not over but I'm over field trips doing it. I didn't appreciate the African American Museum either until we got to the third floor. Um, but I could have done without that museum too. I just, I, I don't know. What's your opinion? I just really still don't. I don't think I have an opinion right now because I guess I'll be what is it biased? Yeah. Um. But I don't. I don't, I don't like see the. No I don't see the, the purpose of you unless that. you were going to. <clears throat> and I guess this is just me. Okay, we're going to go through this cotton pit field. We're going to pick this cotton. We're going to learn how to make t-shirts. That's, see, that's why we friends. Then maybe... Because that was on my I could, mind, right? I could kind of move past it just a little bit. And not make it racist. And not make it racist. <laughs> but if we're going to learn learn about slaves, and the way we're doing it is going to a cotton field, I really feel some type of way. Because, again, uh, let me think how I can say this. Why do we have to learn about the... Field. Why we can't learn about the in the house where we might learn how to let's go to Taste the Pleasures Bakery. Let's do a class and see how they made cakes. That's what I'm saying. You know, something like that. I don't feel like it has to always be that field work. I don't, I don't have agree to be either. P- portrayed in slavery and black folks, color people. I, I don't I don't agree either. <clears throat> I just think it's disgusting. I'm not quite, I, I, again, unless y'all was going to make t-shirts right after you pick cotton, I'm with you on that. Then I don't even understand what is the, what point, is the point of that. We are so far removed from the picking cotton aspect. But we're still enslaved when it comes to financial literacy. We're going to talk about in a second, a black woman that had her house appraised and on her application, she put that she was black. Once she removed that she was black, her house appraised for $300,000 more. So let's talk about that part of slavery that we are still in. Mm -hmm. Opposed to the (laughs) bold chains and all of this other stuff because it is still very relevant today. I think it's disgusting. I hope that she gets whatever. I'm emotional scar and it ain't even happened to me okay um yeah I, I don't even know what to say but we will say that um 
They did say that the cotton field would be removed, but when the LA, when the Los Angeles Unified School District released a public stating, a statement addressing the controversy, they said the following. Tending to the garden, <laughs> where a variety of fruits, vegetables, and other plants grow, is a school-wide tradition that has been placed that has been in place for years and has never been used as a tool to reenact historical events. When school administrators became aware of the parents' concern about the cotton plant, they responded immediately by removing the plant. So you mean to tell me that you guys have been doing this for however long, you've always had the cotton plant there and the administrators didn't know that the plant still existed? They know it was there. We definitely gonna move on. They just don't want that backlash. No, they don't. Um, another person that received a little backlash is Nene Lynx. She is getting a professional mini BBL surgery, which was um, videotaped. Well, not even videotaped, but recorded. And of course, she got backlash from it. Um, I'm scared of surgery. I'd be the first to tell you, which is, I just don't want no kind of surgery. <laughs> um, at 54, would you do it? Would I get a BBL? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would need a, a BBL, but I would get I would get a little boob job mm-hmm. at 50, 60, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, whenever I get that money to do it, if that's what it is. Um, but Nene has had many a surgeries. And she said that. And she's okay with that. So if at 54, 57 or whatever, she found the courage she got the the extra cash. Maybe she found the man that wanted that extra. You know, she lost her husband. Maybe she's doing something to move forward, you know, to make herself happy so that she can move forward. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Whatever make her happy. Yeah. I agree. Nene looked good. Mm-hmm. And she damn near looked 30. So whatever she's doing, it's working. It's working. Um, <laughs> I'm personally just, I'm scared of surgery because you can lay away t- um, breasts, you can lay away a butt, you can lay away anything now. They, it's even on the care credit cards now, so you oh, can, Lord. yeah, you can um, monthly pay on surgery. But the bigger thing that I think scares me is when you ever see like the influencers do it, the way that they're constantly leaking. You can't sit on your butt for a period mm-hmm. of time. They're in so much pain. Like I've never seen. A video on YouTube where the person just felt so great. They always just feel terrible. I mean, the death of it all. You know, you have so many people that die from the surgeries. You know, they say that those doctors are a little shaky. But I'm just scared of it, period. Because I've never had any kind of surgery before. So for me, it's just... I would be petrified. And then I wouldn't want to hurt that long. Like, one of the moms that I watched, Justine, and um, her daughter... uh, I can't think of the daughter name, but they are so funny. That They are the funniest little mother and daughter group ever. But Justine just got hers, and I think Justine is 47. But she's still in pain six months after. Like, and you know, you had it six months ago. Now, yeah, her body look good. But I feel like the bigger the butt is, it just don't look natural. Um, but Justine is she was all she was a pretty woman before she pretty now, so it doesn't really make a difference. And I say to each his own. The yep. only time that I personally pass judgment is with the younger girls. 
So, you know, like the Dream Dolls, the Aries, because if for whatever reason, y'all money don't stay long, you're going to look weird in your 30s. Like, I feel like the 20-somethings are just too young um, to be making those drastic. Like, have you ever, do you know who Ari is, first and foremost? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to show you a couple of pictures of her. But she looks um, completely different from who she used to be. And even from, like, watching the, the videos, like, you have to upkeep that. That's mm-hmm. It's still an upkeep. Once you get it, you know, if you're getting the fillers, you know, you got to go back to get them. But if your money ever run out, you know, I just don't know what they will start looking like. I just think um, <clears throat> for the younger girls, I just think self-esteem plays a big part in it. Um, and society today um, is making young girls feel like they're supposed to look like a certain thing um, and be a certain complexion because I'm dealing with it with my 10-year-old. And, and it's stressful but again, if we don't talk to our kids or our friends or whatever and try to uplift them because women don't do that a lot, Mm-mm. you're going to be 25, 30, 35, 57 trying to get these surgeries to make yourself look better in somebody else's eyes to help you feel better because you're trying to um, please other people. Yeah. So I just feel like. Just like at the makeup video I sent you yesterday with the two women, they literally just turned into somebody Now, that was something else. I don't even know if that... I was like, is this real? I had to look at that twice. But... That always be my thing. It's just like, I don't want to look like anybody else. If you want to get something tweaked and, Mm -hmm. and, and you still look like yourself... I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I still think 20s is just too young to start doing those nose, the fillers. and the, Because your your body is changing. Like, even if you still look the same from 19, your facial features move. They change. They evolve. So, at least wait to 30. I, mm-hmm. I feel like 30 is even too, too early. Because if you're taking care of yourself, you don't even really need you that stuff. Need mm-hmm. I mean, first and foremost. But... I just feel like the 20-something girls, is they just too young. I feel like you're just too young. Your body is going to change. Your face is going to change. Just wait and, you know, see what happens. And if you carry it like you that girl, then mm-hmm. people will treat, you, treat like you like you that girl. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But I feel like if you got the money, do what makes you happy. Just understand the consequences that come come with it. And again, I do, I do, and I will admit that. I just think that the younger girls is just it's just too young to do all of that. Because you see some of these girls and they look like totally different people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's not you tweaking. Yourself. I mean, but shout out to the makeup artists. No, I mean some of the facial girls too. Oh, the face yeah. yeah. Well, now that I would be afraid of. Yeah. Cause even Nene's face looks I'd be different. Afraid. Like she looks different. She still kind of look like the old Nene. She just looks very young. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean... But Nene, I mean, yeah, she does look really, really She looks very young. Because like, even in person, she looks that young. Yeah. So, she did something. Because she didn't look like that when they first came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to Nene. Nene looks good. Um, she made it through the surgery. So, you know, she's going to be snatched, honey. And you know she's going to remind you how snatched, how she, snatched is she is every chance she get. 
Oh, and this is a bad example of a butt young. Carly Red and Kenya Moore. Those are two people that either got cheap butt injections and, and or got them when they was young, huh? And K. Michelle. And K. Michelle. And but and the funny thing about it is I do feel like more women has had her experience. They just don't talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, them three. But even Kenya, she was on I was thinking I was watching Real Housewives. I'm like, oh, that just does not look good. You think hers ain't real? No, her butt not real. If you seen her on the Miss the Miss America thing, she was she was not shaped like that, and she didn't have children. So how else would you how's your butt just grow? Well, she Normally supposedly had that little new um you know she has that workout thing that she has. Mm-mm. I don't mm. believe Kim. It don't even look right. Do you remember when um was that Phaedra? When Phaedra came in and she had the extra two pans on her butt as something, Girl. and she was like, "This is what Kenyon looked like." Her butt does a—it's not even round, <laughs> like it has the circles in it, like how Carly Rae butt did at one point. You can see like the circles depending well, on their old. angle. Nah, that's not—that's not her butt. Mm-mm. Dang, I was—I don't like Kenya, but I was rooting for her as far as that kind of thing. Mm-mm. It don't even look right. It doesn't look like a regular butt. And mm. they would Phaedra would always get on her about that. Phaedra did. Especially but, when she did the donkey video. And she, Phaedra's like, girl, it doesn't even look right. Her and Nene would kill Kenya about her butt. So it doesn't it doesn't look good. Kenya is beautiful at 52. Don't get me wrong. But it just don't look right. And Carly Reds don't look right. And Carly Reds don't. But yeah, nothing her about don't her look, look right anymore. She changed. She is face. a mess. And she was pretty. She before. is a whole mess now to me, in my opinion. She's a mess. She didn't even look real on that live that was circulating. Like the hair just. Have you seen her? She just got her lips done. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. And yeah, because Carly don't look thirty anything. But look at Lil Kim. Her butt don't look right either. She is a mess too. That's I mean I forgot I don't know how Lil Kim is at the top of the list because everybody loved Lil Kim when she came when out she with came her out. curly hair, just mm-hmm. the way that she was regular. So I blame Big on that because somebody close to her had to keep getting on. Maybe because he just kept cheating on her. I don't know what it was, but the men loved Lil Kim mm-hmm. when she first came out. So I don't know why would you. She looks like three other people, not just another person. She looks like three other people. Oh, scary. And it's it's very scary because on one of them where they had the little alien walking past her, and I was like, that's exactly what it looked <laughs> uh, like. Alien? Yeah, that, that TikTok was funny as hell. But yeah, that's just sad. To me, that's mental health. Mm-hmm. That's not tweaking. That's not you You don't want your skin to wrinkle. Because I mean, even Candy been re- talking recently how she gets Botox, you know, in her forehead or whatever. You know, you get it. They're celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. But when you just become Asian, when you were black, that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I just pray for anybody that just feels that bad about themselves because... It just seems drastic. And something that some people believe that's drastic, I don't. Um, this woman ended up cutting off her husband's um, man parts because he was trying to fill on her daughter. <laughs> and and I love it. And I love it, too. I feel like she should have cut it up. Just cut it off. Cut it up. I, he probably would have. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but he may not have even been able to tell about that part because I think I would have cut his tongue and his penis. She off. she said she called him 
in the act. Mm-hmm. So what was the act? Like you can't I can't catch a man or woman or anybody doing anything to my children. And you still And live. it is okay. Yep. Now even if you got me, because trust and believe, no matter how gangster it sounds, you may actually get me. But trust and believe my intent is to kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you may you may get the best of me, okay? But according to mm-hmm. her, as you said, he was in the act and she said that she went and got a knife and she chopped it off to teach him a lesson. Okay. The boyfriend is 32 and he was booked on rape charges. And it was a protection of children from sexual offenses. And that law was passed in India in 2012. The man is in critical condition and he will be transferred to another facility to um, get higher treatment. um, It does not say that she has had charges against her. But like you and I talked last night in regards to the woman that was in Baltimore. There was a woman in Baltimore. Her husband, um, she has a daycare center. Apparently, I don't know if it was the children or the mothers, but they reported that her husband was filling on them. She drove on out here to D.C., wrote a letter, and said that she wasn't trying to hurt him. <laughs> no, she was trying to hurt him. She wasn't trying to kill she him. Did, she didn't want to kill him. Now, this is the letter. She didn't want to kill know, him. Why would you do that? I would have rather did a phone call than an actual something that could incriminate me. Mm-hmm. So, she is still in jail. No bond. I don't know why she's in jail. Yeah, I feel like we should rally for her. Um, Because like you said, I wish I had some money to get her out. To get her out, yeah. I wish I, but she ain't got no bond. But But um, get a good lawyer to to work on that. Something needs to happen. That's what's wrong with the people today. And this might be a whole other topic, but men get away with so much. Mm. They get away with so much. Mm. And then we have to suffer for their stupid actions. Hmm. And it's a mess. You always we have to be strong, but then when we real strong, we, we strong. get in tr- we get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like did she really deserve that? Absolutely not. Just like those kids did not deserve that. Mm-mm. But and maybe she should have killed him. Maybe. Then he wouldn't have then been able to tell. tell. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Well, well, shoot, she told on herself. So the letter was the first problem. She cuz you know, you and I talked before you always had that one friend that know more about you than somebody mm-hmm. else because you got that friend that ain't going to judge you, probably going to be the one to ride out with you. See, instead of her writing that letter, she needed that type of friend. She, mm-hmm. And the friend might have helped her get away with it. Of course. Um, But he has six counts of, I'm not reading it, but I think it's six counts of sexual assault, six counts of this, one count of that, another count of that. So I don't know if that means 18 children or just six children. Um, it was probably the six children, just six children, with and the they two just added, and then added other. But stuff. the bad thing about that, and I don't know the, I don't know the law, all of that well. But what's going nine times out of ten happen? He's going to get that good lawyer mm-hmm. that's going to get all of that stuff dropped to one little misdemeanor mm-hmm. charge, mm-hmm. and then he's going to serve a little bit of time, if that, if that, and then it's going to be over with for him. And she's going to be and she's going to be in jail for years because they're probably going to try to give her attempted murder or Mm -hmm. something, even though that she said that ain't what I'm trying to do. But they did say it was premeditated, which is why they didn't let her out on bond. However, there was a a conspiracy charge. And then that's going to be even worse than her just getting a a, 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 what is it? A attempted murder charge Uh because they said because of the letter or the note. And so I don't know if the note was a text message, whatever it was, but it was something with words. Okay. 
um, they consider to be premeditated. And I just think that that's BS. Um, I think it's BS. I do. So we'll see because I think he's still, he might be in Georgetown because he was down there at the Mandarin Oriental in D.C. Even though they're from like close to Baltimore, he was in a hotel down here. And I wonder what yeah, was he probably doing waiting down on here somebody else's child to come and Facts. for him to do something. Hmm. That's terrible. That is terrible. Hopefully, she figure it out. But like you said, hopefully Kim Kardashian. I mean, yeah, she's they, not we, dating a black man anymore, so she's still saving black people. Well, she know what it's like. Okay. She, she close enough. So mm-hmm. hopefully, she can go save her. This would be a good crime. It ain't drugs. I mean, it's it's pedophilia. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, <laughs> she comes and uh, take care of this, uh, so this woman can get out of jail and keep her business. Because I just think it's terrible. And I feel I, like she I feel did like everything the people, she should Those parents are going to hopefully get together. And and somebody got to know a good lawyer. And somebody, they you know, I feel like it's going to work for her. Yeah. It's going to work for her. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep an eye on that. Especially because she's in jail in D.C. So I'm sure they'll have an update at some point. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. But up next, we want to talk about, we're going to find out if Tanisha has ever been in a relationship that she couldn't afford to leave. <laughs> we got a Hey Nikki coming up next. <laughs> I'm just asking. Um, yeah, we got Hey Nikki coming up next. So I'm actually let me read it to you now, and then I'll read it when we come back. So real quick, let me go through the letter. It says, "I am lonely in a in wait. I'm lonely in my sterile relationship, but I can't afford to leave." Is this the best I can hope for? My relationship with my boyfriend has been terrible for years, but I can't afford to leave. Things turn particularly sour after the pandemic with us being in the house together all the time. I think we have both come to the realization that we share very few interests compared to when we first got together a decade ago. The vast majority of the time we interact more like roommates than romantic partners. And I desperately miss having the emotional connection with someone. I know neither of us are satisfied, but I can't see any alternative to our current situation. On my salary alone, I cannot afford to take out a mortgage and moving away from the city um, to somewhere cheaper would mean that I would have to leave my job. What should I do? So we're going to talk about it when we come back. Um, I feel like that's probably 45% of people in relationships right now. It's expensive to move. And if you don't make good money, I mean, I'm going to tell y'all what I think she should do that will work this thing out when we come back. And Tanisha <laughs> is looking at me crazy. We got Queen Naja Butterflies. Only on Consider This Radio.
Nikki is up next on Consider This Radio. Nikki June is now live on Consider This Radio. All right, good people. We are back. And we're going to go over the Hey Nikki. So apparently, you know, this is a woman. She didn't, I don't know how old she is, but she says that she's in a stir relationship. She can't afford to leave. Is this the best that she hopes for? Her relationship with her boyfriend has been horrible for a while, but she can't afford to leave. She said um, that they feel more like roommates than um, actually lovers. She's looking for an emotional connection. She feels like neither one of them are satisfied, but she can't afford to move away. Um, well, she can't afford the mortgage on her own. And then if she moves away, then she's going to have to get another job. What should she do? So it's simple. Just have an open relationship. That will work. That's what I say. Or (laughs) if she ain't got an auntie or mama, she can move in. Introduce the open relationship. And if he don't want to do it, girl, you do it. Well, he's not going to want to do it, He's but he's already been doing it. Um, because I feel like if she'd been in a relationship for over a decade and things were good up until she decided to write this letter, he he, he got a couple of other people that he's taking care of. Mm-hmm. They was in a pandemic together too long. He got bored. So that's why he stopped taking care of all of his responsibilities. But... I'm speaking for somebody else, not for me. But get you a cable guy, a Pepco guy, car note guy, or girl, or whatever. You know, have you that? Oh, you mean to pay those bills because you lost me for a second. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to have an open relationship um, because I don't think that's healthy. Nowadays, people are killing each other over those kinds of things. True. But in this instance, because they don't have a connection already, and clearly he ain't leaving either. So they both in there for a reason. And she probably didn't tell him to leave. She probably sitting in there suffering. Well, I maybe she's she suffering because she can't afford the mortgage. Because she says she can't afford the mortgage by herself. So that, the, okay, so then this is the, well, see, we have questions. Because if you can't afford a mortgage on your own, who name is the mortgage under? That's that's, that's really the that's first the question, per- right? Yep. Because is it under his name or her name? And she didn't mention that he's asking her to go. So he might can't afford that joint on his own either. Which my my theory is, and it's probably going to keep me single forever, but I'm not moving nowhere that I can't afford on my own salary. I'm not moving in with a man. Absolutely. And now I got a $2,500 mortgage because we doing half and half. I'm not moving nowhere mm-hmm. that I can't afford it on my own. So if that's trust issues, call it what you want. But I'm I'm personally not doing it. So that's smart. Um, And also, before you go into any relationship, even if it's one that you feel like you can afford the things, you just gotta let them know what you're gonna tolerate and what you're not. Because if it's not going to work, you have to have you have to have that exit plan. And I do feel like she. I don't feel like she's communicating with him. uh, Yeah, she's not because. She's asking us, what should she do? So that means she haven't done anything yet. She hasn't had a conversation. She hasn't and see, had anything yet. And like this, I wonder, what do he feel? You know, like, 
Cause she only, you, this is only her perspective. But we do you think he feel stars. anything? Because do you think he's feeling anything? Probably not. Probably but, but, not. But probably not. Because everything is from her point. Not, oh, he said I got to be gone mm-hmm. in 60 days. She's not really referencing him at all. She's rep- 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 referencing. I can't talk this. Referencing this her feelings? Her feelings are her feelings only. The only time she really mentioned his feelings is when she said that she feels like neither one of them are satisfied. But see, I've been wanting to have all the conversations. So Yeah, she should have she should have called us. Maybe she's listening. Give us a call. Yeah. Hop on the live. Maybe they need to do a three-way together. Yeah. Cause you know what I be always wanting to understand, like even personally with myself, when when the disconnect starts, what did either party do? So um for me, I was in a relationship similar to that, but I don't think I don't think it was because I couldn't afford to leave, but because that he made me feel like I couldn't afford to leave. Mm -hmm. It was almost like when I look back at it now, I was taking care of everything financially. I was taking care of it. If I wasn't selling a plate, I was borrowing. I was, you know, I was doing something to make ends meet, but it always looked like it was him because that's just how he made me how he made me feel uh-huh. and so um once i got away from him and i'm like dang i ain't gotta put gas in your car and my, my van uh-huh. i don't have to give you extra to go take care of whatever you got going on over there and i'm taking care of over here so it was almost like the whole time i could afford to leave uh-huh. but he played that part so well that it was almost like i needed him for everything and it, and it held me back. And so she maybe can afford to leave, but she may not want to leave. It, it's something else there that's keeping her attached. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a um, it's, it's as simple as a conversation mm-hmm. because if she let him know, listen, I'm not happy and I know you're not happy, so let's do this. Maybe he going to say, okay, well, you know what? I keep the house. You go get you an apartment or you keep the house. I pay you half. Whatever you know, they make him work out something. I feel I feel like with the conversation you can, yeah, have a conversation. If, if both people are mature, well, be his mother and let him know what have to be done. And if it can't be done, then you as the woman have to figure it out for yourself. But I I can almost guarantee that these women that say that they can't afford to leave, they they can't afford it financially. They can't afford it mentally. They're afraid. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing that keep us in these relationships is the mental abuse and the mental attachment and feeling like nobody else is going to deal with whatever we think we are lacking or whatever mm-hmm. because that's all we know in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But you haven't even moved away from this to even figure out if it can, if it can work. Mm-hmm. Because you may figure out that I can do it by myself. I don't even need no... I didn't need him anyway. Mm-hmm. And I don't need nobody else. I may want you. So when I want you, then you come see me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm going to do me for myself. And I'm going to move on and be happy. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. Because it's just like... Mm, you know... Can you really not leave? Or do you not just want to leave? Because she's, like you said, she could just friend. go get a roommate somewhere else. If you're living with him with a roommate, 
people do roommating all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, I don't know what city they in either. So and then and then and then if that's working for you as a roommate, if if that's how y'all living, then just break then up just and be break roommates. up and be roommates. I you pay your half, that. I pay my half. Let's go to the courts, get it, get a, a notarized letter that this is how we gonna live, and y'all pay it off or pay it until until whoever finds somebody else, and then y'all sell. I agree. Because then you have some good money you could go on about your business. Yeah, I agree. I tried to do that, but then I got an order of protection on me, so it didn't work. Well, he was a coward anyway. Yeah, the roommate thing didn't work, but I mean, I was even sleeping in Draven's room because I was really over it. So I don't know why we just couldn't have kept going that way. Sometimes I just think people are maybe just better friends. Sometimes mm-hmm. the love part just don't work. And yeah, I don't in my know. case, I didn't want to be your friend. Well, no, I don't, I don't never want to be, be none of that. nobody's friend, especially after the breakup. Because half of the time, I feel like we don't even really need to be breaking up anyway. So, I don't well, definitely don't want to be your friend. But I feel like my situation could have worked because I was leaving in June anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, after school was over. It's not like I was like, oh, let me stay here forever. I just didn't want to change the transportation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was weird. But shout out to you, lady. And, um... Maybe you should just start dating and then get you a new boyfriend and just move in with him. Mm-hmm. That would be very toxic, but that's also an option. <laughs> what, um, can't be no more toxic than what she at. <laughs> It'll be toxic, but it's an option, all right? So we're going to do the praise break. Come back and jump into a couple of topics before. We have these bacon tips. Did you get to read them? Or you want to give your own? Oh, I didn't read theirs. Okay. But I can read them. No, nah, I'll give you this phone. So you can read them and see if you believe that it's real. <laughs> because that always be the point. You know, this um, came from the vanilla crowd. So you may not even agree with these mm-hmm. tips. Um, <laughs> but I definitely want to bring in some baking tips. People need to know how they can book you um, for their upcoming events. Personal chef, however. Because she does cook food too. You're just transitioning to more of the baking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's definitely horrible, okay? If that's a word. And if it's not, it is one today. So we're going to dibble in the um, in the praise break real quick before we get out of here. And um, we can only do a couple of these topics and definitely get into the bacon. Because we got to get into, see if you want to give them these tips or do you have your own tips. Um, so people can get the food right each and every time. This is one of my favorite trap gospel joints, okay? It's Erica Campbell. The song is called I Love God. You don't love God? What's up with you, okay? Only gonna consider this radio. Don't you guys go anywhere. And um, don't cancel me for playing the song. Y'all are too sensitive these Red days. took you off. Okay, we'll be back right after this. Time to give thanks to the creator with this praise break on Consider This Radio.
this round of shoes. I love God. You love God. What's wrong with you? Love him, I love him. Love him, I love Love him, I love him. Love him, I love him, I love him. Drugs would make you cool. Drugs would make you cool. They lied. 
Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org. All right, good people. We are back. Happy, happy Sunday. Um, that was Erica Campbell and Deshaun. I cannot remember his last name, but I think he was killed in a car accident about two years ago. So prayers out to his family. Um, he did Tamar's whole Love and War City. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch her and Vince show? Mm-hmm. So that was the guy that she was in the studio with the whole time. Okay. He was so funny. Um, yeah, so he ended up passing in a, uh, I believe it was a car accident. I don't think he was shot or nothing. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about something that's definitely tragic, okay? Um, which is which is another reason why I say we still enslaved, okay? There was a black professor. Let me say that again. <laughs> a black professor. Okay, so we clear on that. Um, in let me see, what county is this? So we can call these fools out for being ridiculous. Uh, I wanna say she is in they don't even tell me what city this is. I think it did when you... Huh? It did, but I'm trying to remember. Because I keep bringing up this colony thing, so I don't know if that's a city or what. But um, I don't know why I wanted to say it was New York. It is. I think it, it is. It is New York? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Was it Bed-Stuy? Yeah, but I don't see it. Yes, well, it was in the New York Times, so clearly, okay? So we're going to go with New York. <laughs> so there was a black professor... Um, that ended up getting her house appraised. The house was appraised. Now, apparently you have to do an application for that. Didn't know that. So she did the application. Of course, she checked that she was African-American, black, or whatever they put on, have on the application these days. Um, and the house appraised for 472000 She ended up redoing the application and removed that she was black and said that she was white and her house appraised for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So I'm gonna repeat that. Okay, a black professor, first and foremost, she's a professor and married. Okay, they ended up getting their house appraised. She checked black as her race. The house was appraised for four hundred and seventy-two thousand. She did it again and checked white. The house was appraised for seven hundred and fifty thousand. Same house, no improvements, no renovations. Same house, same address. That's almost $300,000 difference. Um, and she is suing them for discrimination, she which should. she should. Um, I, this is another one of those, you, I don't even know what you're supposed to say to that. Um, I don't know what you can say yeah. to that. Because like I always said, they put everything in plain sight. Okay, so that's just the mortgage, right? Who I wonder what made her even think to take black off the application. Maybe I need to do that with a credit card and see what happened. What you think we get in trouble? She didn't get in trouble. And and these days people can wake up and be dinosaurs. Um, if they if they relate to being a dinosaur or or what is the word that they that people use these days? I identify as a dinosaur, then I'm a dinosaur. And and if I wake up tomorrow and identify as a white woman and I want a $500,000 credit card, then I don't, I mean. Well, I guess you've been identifying me as that for a long time. You have so been. It, definitely. So it, it may work. It definitely. I'm going to try it. I ain't mm-hmm. playing. I mean, you can't. I don't think you can go to jail. They probably just deny They'll you. They'll figure out something. They will figure out something. But I feel like I'm so low Falsifying level. information. But I, I identify as a white woman. How are you going to tell me I don't? 
because they're going to look at you. Ch you got to change your name. Nikki June will work. That's very country Nikki trailer park. It sounds like I live in a trailer park. Not a trailer. <laughs> I, I snort snuff. Nikki June. I got seven dirty children just running around with no shoes I'll on. I'll be Tammy Mae. Yeah, it's very country. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. Girl, you know I'm going to call you later and tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. Please um, do. <laughs> Please do. I got seven more days to keep um, getting heart increase on my credit, okay? So, <laughs> I, I'm going to try and see what happens. Because my thing is, um, and again, I'm no mortgage broker. But I just found it interesting that she still had the same social security number and everything. So, that clearly is racist. If it only, the only thing that she changed was black to white. Mm-hmm. And your house appraised for more with the same social. Well, she also took the black pictures out. She put the white pictures up. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, is in regards to the application. Oh, the application. Because she still had to do her social. So clearly, but they yeah, can't but identify so they probably you with your don't. Social. They probably don't run it like that. Mm. They may just have to check and make sure that the house is yours mm -hmm. before they do that or something. Maybe. Mm. That is terrible. I have nothing else to say. But I, I, I'm, I'm proud of her for thinking and mm -hmm. not giving up. Mm -hmm. and, and I hope she do about $30 million. That way she at least get about three. Mm -hmm. Then she could just pay the house off. It's only four. It was seven hundred fifty. Well, I don't know how much the house costs at this point. Yeah, because I think that it said <laughs> that she only paid like $300,000 mm -hmm. for the home. So I hope she, she you always sue high people. I don't care if you sue for a hundred million, because if you win, I mean, you won't get the hundred million, but you're at least being the millions. Mm -hmm. Um, so always sue high, so you can get something. So shout out to her. I mean, she is a professor, so clearly she's witty, because I would have never thought about that. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it this evening, I promise you. So we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> um, this is a sensitive subject, so we don't even have to stay on this one long. But Dwayne Wade wants to legally change the sex of his son to a daughter permanently. So here's my only thing. I think when I was seven years old, I wanted to be a giraffe. And I just thank God that my mother didn't go forward so that I was legally a giraffe. Um... I think, well, one, I find it petty that the mother has no say-so in this. Because Gabrielle Union is not this child's mother. Mm -hmm. Okay, even though she's rallying behind the child. They made it to be that, that the mother of those two boys was crazy and all of these other things. So he could have full control over the child's life. But the child is, is the boy 10, well, excuse me, is the girl 10 now or 12? I just think it's too young. That's my only thing. He, he's, she is 12 now. Um, and I think she came out the two years ago because she was 10 when this first happened. Uh, the whole identity change. And again, I think I wanted to be a giraffe. And I'm just glad nobody in my family supported me wanting to be a giraffe. I just think 10 years old is entirely too young to know for certain like forever right that you don't want to be 
a boy. So, but what I'm going to say, his wife is not rallying behind that child. I believe she's rallying behind her husband. She's going to stick with her husband and his decisions. And that's what makes it um, a little difficult, I think, because maybe if she really spoke up and and, and so how she really feels about it, then maybe he'll think differently. Um, but again, you know, we always stick behind our man. But in regards to that child, I, I, I believe they can know. I believe it is. It, I really truly believe that it starts young and it is a mental thing and it is something that as a little girl or boy, you know. The whole um, transgender thing or like um, identifying as male or female when you're born the opposite is I think it's a feeling because I've never identified as a man. I love being a woman. But sometimes I feel like I have male tendencies. Like, I'm I'm not all the way, um, and I hear it a lot, um, I'm not that feminine female. Mm-hmm. But, and then, too, it's how I was raised. Like, I had to be hard. And so, I feel like if they feel that I want to change. I, I'm, I'm a woman. You say she was a girl first? A boy. Okay, he was a boy first. And and then he really feels as a female at that age, I believe, listen to it. I wouldn't say um, change his sex. If that's what they want to identify, let them identify as such. But try to get them, like, a, like mental help, like... Um, get somebody that can talk to them about it um, because you don't want that child to feel like they're being um, ignored in that situation and then they do other things. Because I've had family members that held it back all the way through adulthood because of what they thought the rest of the family would feel. Mm -hmm. And then... Once they um, was able to live their truth, it was almost like they they do it and now they, they over there. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to bring everybody into their circle. They feel like they're not going to be loved because of how you hear people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the things people say and, and things like that. So I think at 10 or 12 or 14 or even 6 or 7, pay attention to it. Try to get to the root of it. If it's really what they feel, support it. Don't don't not yeah, support don't it. Now, as a giraffe or a cat, that's something different. <laughs> I don't see what's the difference. It's a difference. What is the difference when your child says, I know for a fact I want to be a police officer when I get older. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. You're going to support that decision. You're going to work to, you're going to figure out, are you sure that's what you want to do? You don't want to play the piano? You don't want to sing? Okay, you sure? You but you're going to support that, and you're going to you're going to work towards getting them what they, what it is that you feel like they need. So I don't see where it's the difference if they feel like I identify as a woman or a man or a boy or a girl if that's how they feel. Because I feel like that 
changes. And it could, just like it could change if they don't like, want to be a doctor like the, or a lawyer. Right. So, so that's know, what I'm saying. Get don't get older. don't don't get the sex change. Don't take them through that whole surgery thing. Well, no, they didn't already change support. the sex on like on paper. His that's name fine. is that's Zaya fine. or whatever. Zaya Zaya. That's and and that's okay. He is she. In my in my opinion, I think that's okay. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. We, I would have to figure it out. Let me say that. I would have to figure it out. Because I wouldn't understand how how are you so definite on it. So I wouldn't push you, you away in you regards to... You can't figure to, it out because that's... Um, that's a, no, that's what It's I mean, a chemical violence or imbalance or whatever it is with that kid. And they may not be able to express it to you. So you talking to them may not... You may not get that full feeling that they have until they're older. But support them and accept it. For that time, if one of my girls or boys came to me, and I know I would, ha- I would, I would probably feel some type of way at first, but I'm gonna say, okay, let's figure it out because I want them to be happy with who they are. I do and who want they you to be happy, but I also want them to be comfortable with we how they feel. We would have to figure out comfortable, and and yeah, <laughs> we would have to figure out comfortable. But I, I want you to be happy. I would ask a lot of questions. You know how I am. I'm gonna keep trying to mm-hmm. figure out how did you get mm-hmm. there, but I would be very upset. If Draven came in the house and now she wants to be Larry. And for me, I feel that the biggest upset is because I had a girl. So you can feel however you want to feel. You Mm -hmm. can feel that you're Larry. You could walk around like Larry. I don't know if I want you dressing like Larry, but I feel like for the on the parent part, you your what you had is dying too. That's not fair for you as well that they just want to up and just become something else because what you know and what you birth has now disappeared. So I feel like I would def we would definitely have to do therapy. But I would still love them. Ultimately they are my child, right? So we would just have to figure it out. And I would probably need more of the counseling than the child would, but we would have to figure it out because that's almost <laughs> like a death. And I think that was Angela. I can't think of her name, but they they killed her for for that opinion, and I feel the same way. Like one, I only have one child. So if you now want to be a man, look like a man, identify as a man, be a man. What happened to the daughter I had? Like to me, that's not fair. That I also have to lose my child because you feel a certain type of way. You can still be a lesbian or whatever else you need to be, but, but I don't, don't want to lose what I also had and what I've had for however many years. So, and I agree because you want to be something else. I agree. Like I, in I 100% agree with how you feel as the parent, but I also have to understand or try to understand with that, with that other person. No, I'm going to have to try because <laughs> I'm going to have to try to understand because I just, because you don't want it. them. You don't want, so you don't want her to be draven. All the way up until she's 25 years old. And then now, okay, now I'm about to move out. And then I'm about to become Larry. Because I couldn't become Larry all these years. And then when you like, hey, Draven, you coming over for Christmas? No, I'm busy. I got to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm out of town with my boyfriend or whatever. Like, whatever. You know, they're coming up with all of these excuses. Um... But you I know, and then you even, don't get to see them, and then when and then when you do realize it, and you're like, well, why you ain't tell me? Well, because I knew you wouldn't accept it, and I knew this was gonna hurt you. But now you can't spend Christmas, you can't spend the birthdays, you'd have missed out on all of this. You so ain't. let me say this: it wouldn't be a point of me not wanting to see you. 
We just got to figure it out. And I'm probably going to be joning on you and everything. But, see, me and my daughter already had that type of relationship anyway. Mm -hmm. She fake had a girlfriend before, mm -hmm. okay, that was supposed to be a friend. Mm -hmm. And I was just still confused on how that happened. But then she told me that she's not attracted to girls. So I'm just confused. So if it's a moment where I'm confused, we, we can be confused and I can still love you. I'm not confused and I don't want to see you. But if you start coming around like, Larry, yeah, I'm straight joning on you. It's, it's just what okay, it is. And and that's okay. But I'm not. Going Maybe to she can accept away. that, John. But 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 will she know away. that though? Of course, will she, she know, know that? She would know I'm not throwing her away. She would know that for a fact because I would say, "Yo, I'm going to have to get you." I, I don't know about this, <laughs> and I probably wouldn't even be able to call her Larry. You would still have to be dressed because I can't lose mine. Again, I gave birth to this human being, and that's the death of something that I created. Especially if you're going to change into a boy. So I have a I have a family member. That is transgender. I love this person to death. Like when we were little, and they're younger than me, but when we were little, we was like this. And even to this day, I still call them by their birth name sometimes. And they be like, really? That you gonna really? And I'm like, listen, that's what I remember. But when they was five or six, I already knew. Because for some reason, when they were out with, with me, when we were out. Oh, that's because they was comfortable. They were comfortable. So I already knew it. They didn't have to tell me. So when, when they was old enough to do what they wanted to do, and other people were like, can you believe? Yeah, I could believe it. You ain't see that? You didn't know? Yeah. Nothing surprises me, though. So if Draven was to become a lesbian, I mean, it would be what it was. So lesbian or transgender? Because that's... Or anything out of what society deems as normal. Because mm -hmm. that mean I got to look at the girl... I mean, it is what it is because I would never want her to feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but I just feel like outside of the people that throw people away, because we do know people do get thrown away, right? Mm -hmm. So if they're not throwing you away, you also have to be open to them getting adjusted. And they may never get adjusted because like you said, it depends on how long it takes for somebody to... To come out, right? So, who knows how long it would be. But, um, what is it? Chasing Atlanta. So, what is what is her name? Because she is pretty. Okay. Transgender girl. I can't think of her name right now. But, she's mad. She, he's a boy. Okay. But, he looks exactly. Jalen looks like a woman. Okay. Pretty. But, he's mad at his mother. Because, she said the same thing I said. Like, I'm not about to call you. Wait. Jalen is... I can't think of his dog name, but if y'all watch Chasing Atlanta, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So he had a conversation with his mother, her mother, because the mother and the father still reference him as a boy. You can't get mad at that. I'm sorry. You just can't. You can't just wake up and decide you want to be another person. They didn't. They they support them. The father pays for all of the businesses. The father's always on the damn TV show. So it's not. They didn't throw you away. But mm -hmm. it is taking them a little while to get used to you wearing hair, makeup, and he went and got his breast and butt done. So that also takes a long time on the other side too, which is why I do feel like you're going to need therapy, especially when the parents want to still be in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all going to have to figure that out. But I still would not support you becoming a girl at 12 years old. Now, you can be as gay as you want or whatever it is now, you want to be. Changing the sex, no. Yeah, he wants to change. He wants a vagina. I would not change the sex. I feel like that's just sex, too much. But putting it something on a piece of paper. Yeah, we would have to wait. 
Because, again, we don't feel no type of way about that woman being white for a couple of hours. And possibly, what if, what if that's what she do all the time now? Are, no, is first it gonna and be a big foremost, deal? black people do hate when pe- when white people decide they want to be black because they black until the problems occur. No, I'm talking. Well, no, I'm talking about with the the topic before this. Oh, one, the application. With the application. Girl, I'm gonna be white on all my applications going forward. So they mad. That's fine. But if people can wake up and identify what they want, why can't I do it when it benefits me? That's like religion. It's all it's all convenient when it's convenient for you. When someone else decides to do it, it's now an issue. So I will be reporting on that Monday when I go on live and let y'all know if it worked. Because I'm definitely going to do it if it worked. But I'm not changing. That's for a, a financial gain. This, to me, is a life decision. And again, I don't care if you... Dress like a girl, all of that, but the the permanency of it all, I just feel like you need to be older. Even as an adult, as a grown woman, I still change my mind every day about something. You know, it's certain so things keep, I don't so want to be permanent his, about. Keep his privates the same. Keep his privates the same. But allow him to identify as whatever he wants today and yeah. tomorrow. And I'm and, still gonna and need then, therapy. And then let them make that. Well, but see, he don't need therapy. No, so I we got we got to look at yeah, we got to look at it not, in a different standpoint. I'm going. We're going to need No, I'm talking about Dwayne. Oh yeah, he don't need therapy. And if he do, the only therapy he needs is the fact that it's okay. Well, at this point, I didn't even talk but, about them. I'm talking about people's my situation. Yeah, if because it was one, I don't I, want. I think you wouldn't. I agree with you where I wouldn't want you to be uncomfortable, right? Because, of course, you know how I am with Draven. So, cool. I don't never want. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how mad I am at her. I don't never want her to be mad at me. Uh, that's a whole nother counseling session. But, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> I wouldn't want that to be the issue, right? Because right. I'm still going to love you regardless. And through my confusion and all of my different aspects, I'm still going to love you, but we're going to have to figure it out. That's all I have to say about it. But I still really? think 12 is too young. But, I mean, if you want to wear my shoes and stuff, we're we going to have to figure it out. We would just have to figure it out. I just think it's so permanent. A vagina, getting a new vagina at 12, it's permanent. <laughs> it's just permanent. But if you want him to be Zayla, Cause and I hope I'm like, saying his name right for all Zaya. of the... LGBT 29 communities don't get mad at me. I, I don't have the article up no more, so I don't remember what her name is. But all of that... Her name is Zaya. Zaya. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would have to just... I would need my own therapy. I ain't even talking about Dwayne Wade and them. I would need therapy because it would just be confusing for me. And especially in my situation with only having one, we would, I would have to figure out what happened. And I would be okay with what happened, but I just need Society. to talk it through. Yeah. Nothing you did as a parent. Oh, I wouldn't do the blame game this time around. Yeah, you could, Not yeah. on that Mm-mm. one. <laughs> Not unless it was all my terrible relationships that changed. <laughs> no. I, look, that's what I asked the girl. I asked her that. I was like, um, is it because I didn't get it right? You know, like, what was it? You know, I have real conversations. Mm-hmm. So I just be trying to understand, honey, and, and see what it is. But, you know, they these especially these girls... They don't, the young girls, they don't know what they are. So when she told me, I wasn't surprised. But then she was like, well, I don't like girls. So then how did you have a girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> I'd just be like, okay, Draven, just don't come in here as a boy. It's the only thing I said. If you want girlfriends, you can have girls. Just stay the girl, please. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Because I only have one child. 
So I don't have little Johnny running around. So who knows? She may be a full lesbian tomorrow. I don't know. But I do feel like with them, it's definitely society. All of the songs, they're threesomes. Uh, My girl got a girlfriend. The girl got a girlfriend. I kissed the girl and I like this. So, I mean, good God. Because she don't watch TV at all. You can, I don't think Draven knew what came on TV in the last 10 years. So, I just feel like it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with that part. But just turn it into a whole nother human being. Girl, I would probably start drinking because that would drive me crazy because I don't understand it. And I would just be looking at her like, Larry, really? <laughs> really, Larry? <laughs> because I just wouldn't get it. But I love my baby because I wouldn't want her. I'm not going to throw her away. As much as I be wanting to, I wouldn't. So, again, love for all. But I just think it's too young to change him too to get a vagina. Change. Yes, I agree. Um, and I personally need therapy. Him and Gabrielle are doing perfectly fine mm-hmm. on, the out, on the outside looking in. But, um, yeah, I would I would have to figure it out. Two things, and then we have to get your thing for this if this guy's coming. So, Tristan Thomas is getting ready to pay child support, but he said he ain't never going to bond with his baby. I think that is just disrespectful. Um, a pastor I of a church. A you don't think so? I think it's a lie. Oh. No, because he wasn't with the other baby. <laughs> According to the mother. The one he had before Chloe. She said he don't spend no time with his son. So, I don't know. Then there's a pastor in, let me get this city right, because he, Kansas City, that told his congregation that they were cheap because they did not buy him a Movado watch. And he told them that he asked them for this watch last year. Let me go down. So the pastor also said, I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I'm not worth your St. John's knit. Y'all can't afford it now. I ain't worth your Louis Vuitton, your Prada, or your Gucci. And Movado is not an expensive watch. Movado is not. I don't even think that's a $100 watch. You should get a nice one for over $100. Over how, how far up? You could get a Movado. Movado's uh, can go up to like $600. Girl, that ain't no money. No, that's no money, but so it's over what $100. what are they doing? So is that, question, is that the same pastor that was robbed? No. That's not him. Okay, because oh, no, he called it. That one called them broke, too. Oh, okay. No, no. That one is riding high in his Rolls Royce. Oh, so they didn't like get the Rolls Royce. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because he looks like Big Boogie's daddy. I need them to do a blood test because he just looks too much like Big Boogie to me. I don't even know Big Boogie. Um, the rapper, he's always humping the air like Bobby Smurder. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on with them boys either, <laughs> wearing pocketbooks and stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 15 bricks of cocaine washed up on a Mississippi beach. They say it was over um, by, uh, what's the name of the club? <laughs> the Pea Valley. Oh, really? No, no, I'm just playing. The Pink? Because, yeah, they say it might have been <laughs> over there by the Pink. Allegedly, it was Little Murders that washed up on the beach. All I know is, I wish I was at that beach. That's it. That's, that's, all. that's it, the beginning that's the end of that story. Unfortunately, the guy was arrested, okay, because... They said that he was trying to keep a portion. So was, what I don't understand is, what do they mean trying to keep a portion? So I think it said that he had a brick and a half. Yes, but it washed up. So they thought that he was going to leave He was that. supposed to call and tell them that it was there and not take it. Girl, I wish I would. Girl, that was theirs. That was the police money. And that, that's why he and, went and to jail. And that's the only reason he went to jail. Thank you, friend. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why he went to jail. Because it. it was theirs. And Mississippi? I didn't even know the... the 
I never seen that on the pink. Hmm. <laughs> who knew? Who knew Mississippi was that close to Mexico? Hmm. But uh, yeah, it don't. It does not make sense. It don't make sense. But um, yeah. So that uh, you're you're a thousand percent correct. It's the only reason why he got arrested. Because yeah, how he, else would they even? Who thinks to say fifteen? It just floated across. Like, come on. Somebody was taking it there. That was the drop-off spot. It probably fell off the boat of the Coast Guard because the Coast Guard is the ones that pulled up first. And and that's what happened. They knew and they knew it was because how would you know that it's missing? How did you know that it was supposed to be 15? If it's not yours. And if it's not yours. <laughs> the government, the biggest drug dealers of uh, absolutely. all time. They said, oh, no, we already paid for this. <laughs> You you ain't keeping a brick and a half because hmm. you're right. How would you even know it was a brick and a half missing? Clearly, it had to be yours. <laughs> so, sorry to that man. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's gonna go to jail. They're probably gonna drop it because if he did get a good lawyer, the lawyer will have to just ask, if you ask that one question, it should get thrown out of court. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's gonna go to jail. But he was arrested, and um, that's that on that. Can you give us um five tips? On how to keep your baked goods fresh. How to keep your baked goods fresh. Oh, wait, wait. Let me do a reel. Okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all, because I need to do this. <laughs> Running out of phones. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me, like, okay, y'all, for y'all that's listening on the app, I gotta get, we gotta get camera ready. Okay. Five, t- um, we need five tips to keep your baked goods fresh. Always wrap and tightly seal your baked goods. One. One. Always keep your baked goods refrigerated. Two. Always keep your baked goods refrigerated. Okay. I don't know. Them two is good enough. Those are the best Those two. are the best ones to keep the best it fresh. Two. Now, mm-hmm. if you do keep it in the refrigerator, I don't like cold cake. So, I just got to warm it up. Or you just bring it out and leave it room temperature. So, one thing that I can say with baked goods... The heat is what makes it stale faster. The heat. Mm. So if you keep it like um, some people put their bread on top of the refrigerator, do not put your bread on top of the refrigerator because the heat that um, comes to the top of the refrigerator is what's going to make it go stale. So I do have another question. Mm-hmm. On YouTube, let me record it. People put mayonnaise in some baked goods. Why do they put mayonnaise in their baked goods? I've never used mayonnaise in my baked goods, but mayonnaise is a good um, moisturizer in mm. like sour cream, cream cheese. Mm. But I would not use mayo. Yeah, I was wondering what in was my that goods. about? It's a different flavor. All right, give everybody your social media info. My social media is underscore taste of pleasure, is my IG. You can call me at 202 505 4371. You can DM me. You can even contact me at Tanisha Barnes on on Facebook. Okay, let's do it again for IG. Well, no, because, okay, I won't play music. That way we can save it. Because, you know, I can't, I can never put my lives up due to the fact of the playback. See, it was 30 people in that one. And it only showed three people. That's what I mean. So it be people on there. They just don't be telling you that. It's like Instagram is the FBI. It's almost like they want you to get caught up. Okay. So when it comes back on, just give your social media information again. Can I see you? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So give everybody your social media information and booking information one more again. Instagram is underscore taste of pleasure. Telephone number 202-505-4371 or Tanisha Barnes for Facebook. And do you have any um, specials going on right now? Because she's about to have a membership, a monthly membership that will get you some discounts on the food. But do you have any specials right now? So right now, all my pound cakes are $40. If you order before um, September the 1st, and if you want to place your early bird Thanksgiving and Christmas specials, I'm sorry, orders, then everything $100 or more will be a 10% discount. Mm. Okay, guys. And when are you finished your um, entrepreneurship program? I'll be complete with the program at the end of September. So all, October the 1st. It's been five months. So the program is three months. Oh. August, September. And then the kitchen is mm-hmm. two. Okay. Well, like the end of July, August, and September. And then October the 1st will be the start of the um, the little, what is it, incubator mm-hmm. thingy inside of Union Kitchen. Yeah, y'all might see me down there working. So we'll keep you up to date. Um with the incubator and that Union Kitchen, if you've never been, um, so you can go and support. And thank you for coming through. Did you you made it right? I made it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> she made it. So we're about to get out of here. She has to do some photos for a lot of stuff. So we're gonna go do that. And as usual, guys, do something for somebody else outside of yourself this week. And I would rather be misunderstood than basic. See you tomorrow on live. <laughs>